It's another episode of D-List is a Podcast. I'm Michael Kay. And I'm Allison. Okay, on our last episode, we ended with an extremely important topic that struck a nerve. So (laughs) I wondered why my neighbors keep parking on the street in front of my house when there's ample street parking right in front of their house. Yeah, and I think you said on the last podcast they were repeat offenders. Yes, they've done it several times. Yeah, that's why I wondered. So we got thousands of responses. Well, like six, but that's thousands. Six of thousands of responses. (laughs) And it turned out to be extremely controversial Mm -hmm. with two sides. So there's the side who hate neighbors who park in front of their house. And then there's the side who hate people who hate that people park in front of their house. That's a Barbara Streisand song, right? What? People, people. Who who hate hate people people. who park. Yes. Yes, it is. I think she won a Grammy for that. (laughs) But a couple of listeners came at me like, bitch, stop, you know, policing people's parking. And I'm like, first, bitch, I wasn't policing anyone's parking. I even said, I don't really, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, if anything, you were just being a Karen on the podcast. Like, you weren't like going up to people's houses and like knocking on the door like knock 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 like what's your car doing in front of my house no i Unless don't mind you did, I, michael did you do that no i don't okay. mind i was just curious because i have a designated parking space and even if i didn't like i really wouldn't mind like who cares really i was just curious and my work area faces a window that faces the street so i see everything it's like opposite rear window oh you're like a three's company you're mrs roper peeping on everyone that's the best compliment i've ever gotten but yeah i just kind of because i'm sitting there and i can see what's going on anyways so we got some responses and theories Mm -hmm. as to why people park in front of a house that's not theirs Mm -hmm. so this is from mick michael it's pure laziness they're coming from the direction that corresponds with your side of the street and they don't want to pull a yui to park on their side Sometimes walking takes less time than turning the whole car around. That's why I've done it, even when it meant crossing a busy major street. Okay, in my case, this doesn't work because I've seen them pull a Yui to park there. Oh, the plot thickens. Um, That's weird. Like, they're, like, deliberately. Like, it's not a convenience. Like, Mick is saying people are doing it because they're too lazy. But this is not a laziness situation. Yeah, and I think you brought that up last time. And I was like, they don't, they, they go out of their yeah. way to do it. And I guessed it was a directional thing. Well, and like I said last time, that on their side, there'll be, like, tons of space. And on my side, they kind of have to do some parallel parking. Some people really get off on parallel parking, though. I mean... They're psycho then, because who gets off on parallel parking? So this is from Nat. Mm-hmm. There's no good reason for not, not parking in front of your house if there's space there. Zero reason. If anything, you want to look like someone is home at your house for security reasons, right? Mm, I guess. But see, I don't think it's... I, it never looks like security for me. No, especially like this is kind of a... I mean, this is kind of a busy neighborhood. Yeah, and to me, it's like a car that's parked in front of your house doesn't necessarily mean that that's somebody who's visiting you. Like, I would think, like, if you want to look like someone's home, you park in the driveway. Yeah, this isn't that suburban. 
Right. So people are parked on the street a lot. So this is from Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca also said she'll park in someone else's house due to pure laziness, like Mick said. Mm -hmm. But she said she'll also do it if a big storm is coming and I am worried about something falling on my car. (gasps) That's a great idea. Or if there's a tree and I don't want birds shitting all over my car. Or if the curbs are high and I will hit my door on them when I open it. Now, the curb is actually lower on their side. So that doesn't really work in my case. And this is Los Angeles, so mm-hmm. there's no fucking storm <laughs> knocking yeah, over a tree. You're not going to get a rainstorm that pulls a whole damn branch down on a tree. But no. I see where they're coming from, though, because when I... Okay, I had a car at one point in time. I don't at the moment. And um, I used to have to park on the street. I didn't have a driveway. And I used to do the same thing. I would park at, like, the house that I thought was fanciest and had the least amount of branches so i'm kind of i understand where they're coming from yeah so i yeah that doesn't work in this case so from m says my neighbors park their car in front of my house as well i think it's because they want to try and keep their car in the shade and i have trees at the front of my house or they don't want their car in front of their house because it ruins their view people are weird what can you do (laughs) Okay, this kind of makes sense because although they have a tree on their side, my side is shadier. And not just because I live on it, but because there's actual shade. Actual leaves. I, yeah, I can see that be- shade being a thing. But I'm going to go with this theory. This okay. next one, this is the theory I'm 100% going with. Okay. This theory sold me. So this is from Gus. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I had a mystery car popping up front every now and then. Turned out the authorities were looking for her. Maybe your neighbors live there, but they rent and are unauthorized residents. So I'm going to go with this. Not that, you know, not that they're not authorized to live there, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go with that they committed some kind of crime and they're on the run from the cops. So they have to change their car. They have to park their car in different places. Yeah, but like, oh, but not like in totally different neighborhoods, but they just need to park it like four feet away from the last spot that they took well just not directly in front of the house they're living to throw the cops off because that explanation makes my already pretty boring life and if you didn't know i had a boring life you do now from me talking about this shit at length but so that makes it less boring so that's what i'm gonna go with and my neighbors are listening your secret is safe with me depending on the crime depending on the crime oh yeah if it's like a bad crime then you need to call the police no, don't rat them out. A rat's never good. Like I said, people have serious, serious thoughts mm-hmm. on this. So a commenter on delista.com said their car got vandalized for parking in front of someone's house. So they <gasps> wrote, someone pulled the tubes out of my tires to retaliate against me for parking in front of their house. And then they threatened to report me to the EPA because my car was old and leaked oil. People are crazy. Yes, this was LA. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask. I'm like, where was this? <laughs> My guess was going to be like New Jersey. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the one thing that I looked up, because I was on like um, different websites like uh, Quora. How do you pronounce that? Quora, yeah. Quora. Okay. So I was on Quora and I found some like neighborhood websites and they were asking, somebody was asking this question and it, it was, it wasn't so much like somebody's parking in front of my house. They were just like, 
this one car keeps parking across the street. So nobody has a clear answer. This is kind of like, to me, this is like a bunch of five-year-olds sitting around talking about Santa Claus. Like there's one kid who's like, okay, here's here's my theory on Santa. And the other one's, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. This is what Santa really does. No, well, and they, and they all apply. Yeah, they all work. Yeah, in this case, they all apply. It's so the whatever, one that worked for me was... Yeah, the one that worked for me was the criminals on the run. Okay, That's so, what I'm going to go with. So the one that works for me that I'm like, okay, this makes the most sense is um, this one person was like, I think it's because the person is afraid of their car leaking oil. So the reason that they're parking not in front of their house or in their driveway is because they don't want a giant oil spot in the front of their house. They would rather do it at someone else's house so that if their car is leaking oil, it's not ruining the front of their house. Well, it could ruin their face because the neighbors will find out what they're doing and punch them. Yeah, that's leading evidence. Like, let's not be so stupid here. Yeah, <laughs> so there's like, a, there's like a lot of answers. So yeah. thank you to all who wrote in. We have been enlightened. Mm-hmm. And also, like, since we're on the subject of me being nosy, this is another, like, suburban dad nosy thing that I <laughs> noticed. So I was, like, sitting you know, working or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was trash day. So the trash bins were out front, right? Mm-hmm. And I noticed a different neighbor putting two huge trash bags in my trash bin. <gasps> because I guess hers was full. Yeah. And I was like, I should make that a topic on the podcast. But no, we don't we don't need to become, you know, suburban woes, the podcast. This is yeah, this is talking parking. It doesn't need to be talking trash. Although it is kind of talking trash. Yeah. Talking literal trash. And that, like, that I really, really didn't care. Oh, that bothers me. Oh, that doesn't bother. I mean, I'll take someone stuffing my can anyway I can get it. So (laughs) it was fine. It's fine. (laughs) So now let's move on to a subject that is obviously not as important, uh, but people care about, I guess, including us, and that's um, susexitis. Susexitis. I still love that word. So when Harry and Meghan told us all that they want to stop being full-time professional royals, they put a wish list on their website of what they wanted moving forward. Mm -hmm. But it was a wish list because they didn't clear it with their boss, the Queen. No, it was like a a dream is a wish your heart makes. Like, you can wish it, but it doesn't mean it's going to come true. Yeah, and some of it came true, some of it didn't. So the Queen held an emergency meeting last week with Harry, Charles, and William. And on Saturday, Buckingham Palace announced some of the details of the deal. And I was pissed because they released it on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, D-listed weekend writer Jay Harvey was already done for the day. I was getting ready to go to the movies. I was getting ready to start drinking. And boom. Michael, what like, were you going to see? 1917. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> listen, th- listen, d- didn't I say that I was getting ready to go drinking too? The yeah. two, it's not a coincidence. Plus you see everything. So uh, I was pissed because I was like, shit, I got to write about this. But uh, she, Queen Elizabeth issued her own statement mm-hmm. saying that she's happy they've come to an agreement and thanked them for their work and that she's proud of Megan and hopes they have a happy and peaceful new life. Mm-hmm. Buckingham Palace laid out the details. So they would not comment on the thing that everyone's talking about, which is security. Yeah, that was very vague. Well, I think um, some royal expert on the Today Show said because security is so iffy, you know, it's like a touchy, delicate Mm -hmm. thing. So they don't really want to touch it. So anyway, so we have, we don't know who's covering the security bill when they're in Canada, when they're in Britain, etc. But... 
we they did tell us some things. So in their wish list, Meghan and Harry wanted to be part-time professional royals. So they wanted to do some royal engagements. They wanted to live both lives, right? Oh, like uh, Hannah Montana, the best of both worlds. That's what they wanted. That's not happening. So <laughs> Hannah, no Tana for them. So that's not happening. They will no longer be working royals at all. Uh, Megan and Harry also said in their wish list that they want to be financially independent and don't want to take money from taxpayers. So they got their wish for that. Uh, they will no longer get money from the sovereign grant, which is money from taxpayers. Uh-huh. They claimed 5% of their income was from the sovereign grant. There's reports they were getting $130,000 a year from the sovereign grant. Right. They will continue to get money from Prince Charles, which is around $3 million a year. So some think they need to learn the definition of financially independent since getting money from daddy isn't that. And others say that the money they get from Charles is essentially taxpayer money, too. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he has some independent job where he's like, oh, I uh, am a shipping magnate. That's, to me, the most expensive job that you can have. Like a Greek shipping magnate. Anyway, point is, that's not Charles. Charles, his job is like... He's a professional royal. Yeah. That's his job. Oh, well, he also sells fancy crackers. But that can't be a lot of his income. And he works part-time as a tampon in Camilla's vagina. I don't think he claims that one on his taxes. (laughs) He should. Yeah, get the benefits. Meghan and Harry also agreed to pay back the sovereign grant for the renovations they did on their house in England, Frogmore Cottage. Mm -hmm. So that was reportedly around $3 million. Mm -hmm. They will also have to pay the Queen rent to keep Frogmore Cottage as their UK base when they're not in Canada or elsewhere. So the tabloids estimate they will have to pay around $40,000 a month in rent for Frogmore. Like, can they put it on Airbnb? Can they put it on Airbnb when they're not there? Yeah, I would stay there. I wouldn't stay there. But I, I don't have the money to stay there. They should just give it up. They're not going to go back anyway. No, and then, yeah, uh, crash on crash on whose couch? Who likes them in that family? Fergie. Yeah, Fergie's couch mm-hmm. when they're in town. So as for their titles, they will keep HRH, which is his and her royal highness, but they can't use it. Harry will keep the prince title but won't use it professionally. Their titles will stay Harry, Duke of Sussex, and Meghan, Duchess of Sussex. So Buckingham Palace wouldn't, couldn't say if they're allowed to use the Sussex title professionally, but they're trying to trademark it. So they obviously want to use it also, for whatever. Yeah, also they have to trademark it and like use it because what is their last name otherwise? Like he can't just be Harry, like Cher or Madonna. Isn't he like Harry Windsor? I think so, but that's like one of those like that to me sounds like a um, like a police custody name. You know, when you like go into hiding and the police are like, your sh- your new name is Harry Windsor. Like it's it is his name, but it's like not his name. Yeah, it works for me. Okay, I, Harry, just Harry works for me. Like share, like you said. <laughs> so the day after Buckingham Palace statement was released, Harry spoke at a dinner for his charity, sent to bail, and mostly talked about this. Which I was like, if I was there, I'd be like, uh, are we talking about the charity? he's like while we're on the topic of making money does anybody have any tips for me to make money because i don't take money from my grandma anymore 
Yeah, so he said it brought him great sadness, but there was no other option. And he also said that he and Megan wanted to continue to do royal events for free, but that was not possible. He said he will always serve the queen and always love his country. I also know that you've come to know me well enough over all these years to trust that the woman I chose as my wife upholds the same values as I do. And she does. And she's the same woman I fell in love with. We both do everything we can to fly the flag and carry out our roles for this country with pride. Once Megan and I were married, we were excited, we were hopeful, and we were here to serve. For those reasons, it brings me great sadness that it has come to this. The decision that I have made for my wife and I to step back is not one I made lightly. It was so many months of talks after so many years of challenges. And I know I haven't always gotten it right, but as far as this goes, there really was no other option. What I want to make clear is, we're not walking away. And we certainly aren't walking away from you. So in his speech, it seems like he was defending Megan against all those comments saying, you know, she masterminded the whole thing. She's she's cut off his balls. He's coochmatized. So in his speech, he made it clear that it was his decision too. And he still has his balls. (laughs) I need to see pictures. I need to see the pictures of Harry's hairy hairy balls yeah, where's before the I really believe in yeah, pics or it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Harry is also back in Vancouver where Megan has been with their kid Archie. So Megan was papped going for a walk in a public park on Vancouver Island with Archie, her two dogs, and two security guards. Mm-hmm. So the pictures were published in the UK tabloids, including the Daily Mail, who has already been sued by Megan for violating her privacy by publishing a letter she wrote her dad. Mm -hmm. So Harry and Meghan's lawyers sent a cease and desist to the British press, threatening to sue if they publish or buy the pics. Now, the pics are already out there, so they're probably just going to sue now. Yeah, like, they're all over Twitter. Like, we're we're looking at those pictures. (laughs) Yeah, they've already been published. They've already been bought. Mm -hmm. So I don't know when this cease and desist was sent, but it's already happened. So they might sue now because of it. So Yeah, to be fair, Harry was on a red eye from London. He's obviously very tired. So, you know, he woke up and saw the pictures. He didn't look at them before he went to sleep. No. So Harry and Meghan claim her privacy was violated because the paparazzo was hiding in the bushes and she didn't see them. And they also claim that the paparazzi has set up camp near the house they're renting and using telephoto lenses to try to get pictures of them, mm-hmm. which you, getting pictures on someone's private property is illegal. So they also said in their letter that being hunted by the paparazzi is dangerous, kind of referring to what happened to Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. So it seems like to me, it seems like with these legal threats, they're trying to discourage paparazzi from going after them. Because honestly, when I heard they're probably moving to Vancouver, I figure like TMZ and all the photo agencies would set up offices there to get pictures of them. Yeah, well, except Vancouver rent, the rent is too damn high there. They can't afford rent in Vancouver for an office. Um, if they sell pictures of Harry and Meghan, they can. That's true. That picture of the dog going for a walk has probably made their nut for the whole year for 2020. And like that picture, it it looks so staged. It does look staged. That's what kind of like, I looked at it being like, okay, 
I definitely believe that a paparazzi was hiding in the bushes. Like, that's what they're known to do. But it looked really staged. Like, she was... It, I'm like, I'm sounds like such a hater. I'm going to pick apart like what she looked like. She just didn't look to me like what I think of going for a walk in the woods is. Like, I'm a woods walker. And <laughs> a woods walker. My I'm a woods rider, if you know what I mean. But yeah, sorry. Back to you. <laughs> Different type of wood. Like, my family's from up north, so I'm a woods walker. And like, there have been times that I've worn like, three sizes, two big skidoo boots. I'm never wearing makeup. Like my hair is never done. Um, You're also like, if you're taking dogs for a walk, you're probably gonna be holding like a shit bag, like in your one hand. So I'm just looking at her being like, okay, you look really good (laughs) for this picture. And she's also kind of like, I don't know, it looks very like, she's not, she's not struggling is what I'm saying for carrying a baby and holding two dogs. Maybe she just has it more together than I do. Well, first of all, she's fancy. And she's second fancy. of all, I know I need. I always forget that she's fancy. Se- second of all, she's also like smiling, and it looks like she, she's looking straight at the camera. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it looked like she was smiling at the camera. So I thought, I figured like she set it up because of the timing. So the pictures came out just like a couple of days after the news, you know, that she and Harry were free mm-hmm. from the royal family. So I. Thought it was like those pictures were Megan's version of Nicole Kidman leaving her lawyer's office after divorcing from Tom Cruise, and she yeah, was with like, her, with her she hands was like, in the air. she was like full body jizzing with happiness. Yeah. So that's what I thought it was like her version of that. But according to Megan, she didn't know the paparazzo was there. I just want to know what she was smiling at then. That's what I want to know because who smiles while hiking? First of all, you're hiking. You're carrying a baby. I mean, how is that fun? And that baby looks big, too. Yeah, that <laughs> so baby it's is like, it's big. Not, it's not that fun carrying a baby for that long. No, but if I was fucking Prince Harry on the regular and I knew I didn't have to see Prince Andrew's face in person for a long while, I'd probably be permanently smiling. So that's probably it. Yeah, you'd be like waking up smiling. Oh, she's probably like smiling because, okay, so I was looking up old pictures of Megan today um and i like there's so many of her wearing like those like fancy little british hats and like these matronly looking outfits and stuff and her hair is like all like pinned back into like a french roll and i'm like okay she's definitely happy she doesn't have to dress like that anymore and that she doesn't have to wear pantyhose Mm, so it's just constant smiling okay so Moving on from people who are happy to be together to people who are happy and possibly together, although we'll never know. They're not together. Well, I don't know, Michael. <laughs> They're together for the attention. That's about it. I don't know. I believe in love. What? What am I saying? Okay, so <laughs> Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston know the year is not 1998. We didn't go back in time. Um, so they have been getting, this is my favorite word for it, flirtatious with each other recently and we we've kind of known that ever since so brad and jen got together in 1998 they got married in the year 2000 and then they announced that they were splitting up in 2005 because as we all know brad pitt made a movie called mr and mrs smith and then he fell in love with angelina jolie right so and then they got together like a month after they announced brad and jen announced they're splitting so anyways Uh uh-huh 
Yeah, <laughs> got together one month after. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously weren't friends, but like rumor has it that they've been kind of friendly for the past little while. Like, well, she um, went to his. Bir- she he went to her birthday party. Yeah, her fiftieth birthday party in February, and then he went to her Christmas party this year. So they're still friends, and they still kind of have like friendly relationships with each other's friends. So Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie split up in 2016. Jen and Justin Theroux split up in 2017, so they're both single and ready to mingle with each other, even though their ex-husband and wife. Anyway, so point is, they've been on like the award show circuit this year because Brad is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he's probably going to win an Oscar. And um, Jen had all the buzz, like Emmy and Golden Globe buzz and stuff like that for the morning show. So they've been kind of at some of the same events together. Yeah, they were at Golden Globes. And mm-hmm. and so when um, when Brad Pitt won um, Best Supporting Actor at the Golden Globes, like the camera cut to Jen and she was smiling while he was like saying his speech and everything. So that's where like people on the internet were like, hmm, what's going on here? Now that was two weeks ago. So last Sunday, they were both at the Screen Actors Guild Awards, which is like Oscars, but only for acting. Well, they do television. So it's kind of like, yeah, the Golden Globes for acting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like the Emmys and the Oscars on steroids minus directors. So um, both Brad and Jen won SAG Awards for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Morning Show. Now, during Brad's speech, um, the camera cut to Jen, of course, and she was smiling again. And then when Jen won, Brad was backstage. So this is where people really started to get like crazy. Brad was backstage and there's video and pictures of him watching her speech. And like, he's got this like goofy smile on his face. And Girl, he like, was acting. First of all, think? he's like, yeah, it was, to- that was totally staged. I no, was like, it wasn't. No, oh my God. I was so. like, give me a break. Like that was so staged. I think he could have acted better than that if it was acting. But he didn't even he didn't even touch his chest like that to me is like when you're really moved you touch your chest. Well, he didn't want to overdo it. He wanted to make it look somewhat believable. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. We'll give him that. So, um, and then after that, um, after her speech, Jen went backstage and ET Canada stopped and talked to her, and she was like, "Sorry, excuse me, she, the Cheryl Hickey of ET Canada." <laughs> she. What uh, is she like? The um, what's ours? I forgot her name. Yeah, who's your blonde? Oh, Mary Hart? She's your Mary Hart, but she's younger and she's like sassier. Nancy O'Dell? Maybe Nancy O'Dell. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go with Nancy O'Dell. Yeah. Probably not, but let's go with her. Yeah. yeah, she's got her own flavor. So Cheryl Hickey asked her, what did you think about Brad watching your speech? You had a lot of people emotional um, about, while you were giving your speech. Backstage here, you had Brad Pitt watching that monitor oh. crying. No! I'm serious, yes. <laughs> You, what does it feel like to have, you know, his love and support, all your friends' love and support? But oh, it means everything. We all grew up together. This whole room. That's why I just their performances just move me and excite me and um, and and allow me to be here. So, yeah. That raised a red flag for me because we don't really know that Brad was crying. Like, who knew? Anyway. Well, that's probably the notes she got from his publicist. Publicist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mentioned Brad was crying. So anyway, Jen was just like, I was so touched that, you know, everyone was cheering me on and blah, blah, blah. She didn't really focus on Brad that much. But then um, afterwards, they like ran into each other backstage. And there are pictures of them that are very like 
it looks like something from a textbook on body language. So they're like touching hands, but then at one point in time, she's like touching his chest kind of but like her fingers are sort of in his lapel and then his hand is like on her hand and oh my god you're buying all of this oh i i'm you're like eating it up i want more i'm like can somebody please quickly make another award ceremony that combines tv and movies so that i can have more of this so anyway so i'm not the only one though because people on social media are very invested in this so um lots of famous people are but courtney cox is also involved so um it was noticed by several people that she had liked on instagram a bunch of pictures of brad and jen at the sag awards Uh and then someone made a comment um they still love each other no doubt and she liked that comment um, and then there's a picture of Jen in her limo that she posted to Instagram. And some people on the internet, like some conspiracy theorists, think that Brad took the picture. Um, oh, Lord. And they both claim to be like, both of them are like technically single. So I don't know, Michael. Um, well, did you see? So there was this article yeah. <laughs> at page six mm-hmm. where they talked to, of course, a body language expert mm-hmm. who looked at the pics. <laughs> And I mean, this body language expert, I hope Brad's publicist paid them well. So they said that Brad and Jen are like connected in the eyes. Yeah, it's like I would agree. Their love never left. Mm-hmm. And since they weren't awkward, it shows that there's a, you know, a possibility of them getting back the, together. The door is open. Oh, my God. See, I think this is all part of Brad's Oscar campaign because maybe he thinks like there's some voters who still hate him for doing Jen wrong. So if he shows that like she forgives him, he'll he'll win them over. OK, Michael, you are so right. Like, you're so right, because if I was on the Oscar voting committee and I knew that things were still bad between him and Jennifer Aniston, I would be like, no, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt two-timed her. He, like, left her for Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, like, swooped in and, like, stole him away. Like, I would, you know, I'd be like that crazy person. But knowing that they're friends, I don't know. See, you'd be like, my vote's for Brad. Do you think Angelina is seething? Yes. (laughs) She's like she like Venmoed money to her lawyers and said drag drag this divorce out even longer now. I she's need like, to punish him longer. Yeah, she's like I want. She goes I want an extra year for every picture there is of Brad looking longingly at Jen. And and her hard nipples. See Jen's hard nipples were out again at the Sagwards. I mm-hmm. love Jennifer Aniston's hard nipples. They're like uh, they're legendary. They're so great because she makes no effort to hide them. Because why? No, why should, should they? she? They're yeah. part of her body. Like, it's not like something, it's not like something weird, like a tail. Yeah, anybody can wear diamond earrings. Not everybody can pull off hard nipples. (laughs) So I have to, but okay, so you want them back together. I don't know if I want them back together, but I think that, you know, it's a small world. It's a world of laughter. It's a world of tears. And I think that life is too short. And if they want to be flirtatious with each other, I think it warms the hearts of some people. Were those dark world. were those pictures flirtatious though? I thought they were. Because okay, when okay, there's this picture where he's like grasping onto her hand and yes. she's walking away. You saw that as flirtatious? What did you see as controlling? Yes, I thought like please. No. And she's like fuck this. No, Michael, where's the gen- bar? He's gentle and sober now. That's the other thing why they shouldn't get back together because 
Brad is sober now, and yeah. whenever he gets with someone, he becomes them. Mm-hmm. So Jen likes tequila, so if he got with Jen, he'd have to say goodbye to soberness and hello to Patron or whatever the hell she drinks. It's an unrequited love. This is the Romeo and Juliet of our time. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, besides, so Jen, first of all, she shouldn't get back with him because he fucked her over in front of everyone. Also, her last man was Justin Thoreau. Mm-hmm. And we've all seen that bulge, right? It's true. And many of us have seen pictures of Brad Pitt naked. They were paparazzi pics from back in the day. And so I'm saying that I doubt Jen wants to go back, if you know what I mean. I know, but Michael, sometimes the heart bulge is the only bulge that matters. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like once you've had your guts rearranged completely, it might be hard to go back to having your guts like slightly rattled. So, yeah. This is where Allison and I go over five stories, starting with Cameron Diaz. So on the last episode, we mentioned that Cameron Diaz and Beji Madden are parents to a baby girl they named Radix. So the blast got a hold of the birth certificate, and Radix was born on December 30th, 2019. And her full name is... Ready? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Radix Chloe Wildflower Madden. Some think that Wildflower is a tribute to Cameron's friend, Drew Barrymore. I mean, I see it. But why would you just name her Drew? You know what? It's all irrelevant because the point here is her middle name is Wildflower, Mm -hmm. which goes perfect with her first name, which sounds like an over-the-counter antihistamine. Oh, yeah, you're right. Radix. Yeah, it all works. But see, see, to me, if she really wanted to pay tribute to Drew Barrymore, she named that baby Radith Wildflower. so so paris hilton remember that racist piece of trash (laughs) she told people that on the simple life she was only playing the role of a slutty baby voice superficial dum-dum and that's not who she is at all she said i knew what i was doing but the whole world didn't so it's kind of frustrating to me to be perceived in that way because it's not who i am at all she also said that the mean jokes did hurt her, but the show built her brand, a.k.a. made her a ton of money, so she doesn't regret it, and that people will see the real her in her new documentary for YouTube. Oh my god, okay, the real her. So she claims that she was acting all these years. Acting for like... In the simple years. life, yeah. She yeah. said she was pretending to be like superficial yeah. dummy. Okay, so where was all this thespian-level acting when she was filming The Hottie and the Naughty? Because... That acting sucked. Like, she made Jessica Simpson's acting look good. Or her sex tape, because she did not look into it. No, she was sleepy. Yeah, but the year Allison is 2020. It is. And we have chosen, both of us, both of us have chosen to Mm. talk about Paris Hilton. We're both guilty. So we need to start playing the role of people who have no idea who Paris Hilton is. That's what we need to start doing. I think I can do that. Cut to next podcast. I'm like, okay, so Paris Hilton. (laughs) So we watched that stupid documentary. (laughs) (laughs) So Rihanna, who is hot and will probably be a billionaire one day, Mm -hmm. broke up with her hot billionaire boyfriend, Hassan Jamil, after three years together. 
Shortly after that news came out, Rihanna was seen at an event with her rumored ex, ASAP Rocky, and Drake. But a source tells Page Six that she's single and not dating Drake. And Rihanna was quoted in 2018 saying that she doesn't have a friendship with Drake, but that they're not enemies either. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody thinks that this is good news for a new album. Like they're like, Rihanna's single, Rihanna's dating, whatever. But this is the opposite because. How is Rihanna going to release new music when she's too busy making up for all that lost time when she was dating only one guy? She's going to put well, some miles back on it. Well, and also that album, the whole new album probably got her dumped. She probably dumped him because every day he would wake up, look into her eyes and ask, where's the album? Yeah, where's the new music, Rihanna? So Beyonce, she does a like a workout clothing line for Adidas called Ivy Park. Mm-hmm. And she re- uh, released the latest collection, which doesn't have sizes beyond XL, by the way. So people are pissed about that. Mm-hmm. So everything is orange and burgundy. It kind of looks like, um, to me, it looks like an old like fast food uniform from like the 80s. Well, people kept saying it looks like this. I guess there's this British grocery store chain that those are their colors i think sainsbury's maybe yes yes that yeah so people are saying it looked like that okay anyway but to promote it beyonce sent trunks of the lines and racks of the line to various celebrities it was it was smart marketing because the celebrities she sent clothes to have millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of followers and so of course they did videos where they got, you know, they were receiving the trunk and they were trying on the clothes. So it was just all over the internet. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. So she sent free clothes to Missy Elliott, Janelle Monet, Zendaya, Rita Ora, Haley Bieber, Ellen DeGeneres, Laverne Cox, Cardi B, Kendall Jenner, Kelly and Michelle from Destiny's Child, Solange, and Reese Witherspoon, who she did like this long video of her like she, bringing... She went extra. She went, I mean... Paul Thomas Anderson directed this. Like, she's dragging the rack up the driveway. You know, she's trying on on the clothes. Like, at this point, Reese is, like, the official Beyonce ambassador to rich white ladies. She earned all that free clothing. She worked for it, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to talk about this because it was fascinating to me who got a trunk and who got a rack of clothes. So the rack of clothes was huge, right? Yeah, it was a clothing rack. Yeah, and it was, like, covered with, like orange curtain type thing you open the curtain and it looked like every piece from the collection was on it yeah it was like tons of clothes on it and shoes and stuff Mm -hmm. and the trunk was smaller and it looked like it had just a few pieces yeah and there was also a box which looked like it contained like a sweatshirt yeah so i don't even know who got that Mm -mm. but uh cash me outside girl maybe got that But I get, so maybe it was based on Instagram followers. I don't understand it. Because Missy Elliott and Janelle Monae got the trunk. While fucking Hailey Bieber got the whole rack. That's, that should be a fucking felony. I know, Beyonce should be arrested for disrespecting Missy Elliott like that. Yeah, and with the Bieber wife? The Bieber wife. How dare she? (laughs) (laughs) So there was a, 2013 study that found that mice can taste things with their balls. So one TikTok user named Reagan, who is a woman, uh, read this study and challenged the dudes on TikTok and beyond to dip their nuts in soy sauce to see if they can taste it. Mm -hmm. One user named Alex 
I don't even know how to pronounce it. A-L-X, Alex, James, <laughs> recorded himself doing it in his car and claimed that he could taste salt. So he, he didn't show his nuts going to the soy sauce, but he claimed he was dipping his nuts in soy sauce and that he could taste salt. So reach researchers uh, call bullshit. Mm-hmm. And one doctor told BuzzFeed that there's taste bud receptors all over our body. And just because you have taste buds in an area of your body doesn't mean you can taste food in your mouth. Oh, my God. Which is for the record, Allison. Yeah. I tried it for the sake of this podcast right before we recorded. You didn't. I swear to God, I did. Michael. (laughs) Michael. (laughs) I'm a professional. Okay, we're both journalists. We're both serious journalists. We have to... We're the Anderson Cooper of uh, Gossip Podcast, so we better put in the work. (laughs) And honestly, the only thing I tasted was the taste of sadness over wasting soy sauce. I didn't taste anything. The person who parks in front of your house probably saw you doing it, and they're like, I'm not fucking parking in front of here anymore. (laughs) I don't want to know what that guy's going to do to my car when I leave it. (laughs) Um, I just feel, okay, so I'm going to be, you were honest about dipping your balls and soy sauce i'm yes. gonna be honest i'm on tiktok and i love it but I oh was, i love tiktok too yeah i fucking love tiktok okay but as you know it's like a lot of 15 year olds so all i could think about when like because i saw the videos of like kids being like oh my god i can totally like taste whatever like dipping my balls in them there's gonna be a generation of kids who have to like ask like before they hook up with someone they're gonna have to like ask themselves like which is the biggest deal breaker salty balls due to not showering or salty balls due to dipping them in soy sauce and they're gonna be like standing there being like well am i okay with a dirty person or am i okay with an idiot (laughs) (laughs) neither both but see that's the thing too so if if we can taste soy sauce with our balls right Mm -hmm. that means we can taste anything not just soy sauce. Right. So if it was true, Johnny Depp and like Shia LaBeouf would always be walking around with Listerine to rinse their mouth of the taste of like cheese and swamp. That's why Johnny Depp drinks so much hard alcohol. Oh my God. Uh, this is the end of the episode, but before we go, please rate us and review us wherever you listen to podcasts if you haven't already. And if you got a tip or a question or some suburban woes for us, since that seems to be our new thing, email us at dtp at delisted.com. Yeah, you know what? Let us know your thoughts on those community mailboxes. Community mailboxes. <laughs> Do you have those in L.A.? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah, I have thoughts on this, but I'll save that for our Patreon episode yeah. on that. <laughs> Yeah, pay pay $5 to hear us talk about mailboxes. Yeah, I'm putting trash in someone else's trash can. Mm-hmm. You're coming soon. So thank you, Allison. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.